welcome to PQ for Christians. We are a community of Christian coaches committed to integrating the work of positive intelligence into our Christian faith and daily practices. Aligning Christianity and PQ has the capacity to support us individually with our clients and to have a positive effect on the Christian church today and in the future. Enjoy this episode. I'm restarting it. Okay, there we go. Perfect. All right. So I will be reading from the Positive Intelligence book uh, what came out. So it says The sage power of navigate is about choosing between various paths and alternatives based on a consistent internal compass. The coordinates on this compass are your deeply held values or what gives your life a sense of meaning and purpose. I want to read that one part again. The coordinates on this compass are your deeply held values or what gives your life a sense of meaning and purpose. If you keep navigating with this compass, the cumulative choices will generate the fulfillment that comes from life, from living life in alignment with your ideals and principles. So now Sarah is going to lead us into the next part. She's going to share a story, and then we're going to go into a PQ visualization. Thank you, Sarah. Welcome. All right. So I'm going to share with you guys some um, just a little bit of research that I was doing today and in this last week on uh, on Navigate, just um, sort of to orient us a little bit on the idea of navigation. So I'm just going to ask you, did you know that animals and um, including birds, turtles, and other types of animals in the world actually can detect and feel the Earth's magnetic field, this sort of pull that, um, that is in the Earth's field? And they use this in their migration. And there's research that has actually been out that shows that cows and wild deer can align their bodies to the north and the south while they're relaxing. What was interesting about this study was that when there was um, high voltage power lines above the fields in which these animals were, they could not, they were not lying north and south. There was not an orientation. There was a confusion of that orientation. And I thought that was really interesting. So I was brought to the scripture for myself that tells us that um, God can be found in creation everywhere. This is Romans 1.20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. So as Christians we feel this internal power and divine nature of God, this pool, almost like the animals who are going through migration or these cows and, and wild deer as they lay in the fields, feel this north and south pool in, in a state of relaxation. They know where to go. And to me, this was this 
beautiful picture of the physical world that is is in alignment with who God is and how we can see who God is. The Earth's magnetic field extends from the core of the Earth and it moves out into space. So it begins from within and it moves out. It's a combination of a relationship with core movement of many er, um, um, ores that are existing within the core of the earth and the energies of solar winds and charged energies from the sun. So there's a relationship that's going on, almost a dance, a circular motion that allows us to have and to feel that pull. When we navigate our world, we also do it in a spiritual level from the inside out in that sense that we sense the spirit within us and we go into a place within us that gives us deeper meaning, that gives us purpose. Um, But what is funny to me was just as when those high voltage power lines were sitting above the cows and the wild deer in that story that I was telling you, we also can get off of our navigation. We also can lose track of what our compass is telling us. We can follow what we have called a false north, for example. It was interesting also to me to learn today that the magnetic north and the true north are not the same thing. A magnetic north is where your compass is going to, when you have a compass, this is going to um, be where it goes, right? But because of the earth's movement or the location or distance from the direction in which you're at, um, it will give you deviations and declinations that need to be adjusted. And this can interfere with finding the true north. The true north is what they call the geographical north. So if we're in a space of navigation when we're looking for our true north, we need to have a space in which we continually calibrate our compass. Something that continues to give us calculations that perhaps we need to adjust within ourselves. What I felt to be true about PQ and then this sort of analogy was that we can get off course and thus we are sabotaged. And it is important for us if if our saboteurs act like deviations or they create these declinations in our own navigation, what do we do in our lives to stay connected, to calibrate and to stay true to the pull, the magnetic pull of true north in our lives as Christians? Last Sunday was Pentecost for any Christians who follow liturgical calendar. Um, This is the completion of the shape of God, who is a trinity. He gifted us this. It was a gift to us. This is a relational description of how God is in all other natural functions in our lives. So we have God the Father who is for us. We have God the Son who is with us. We have God, the spirit that is dwelling within us. And we see this relational God in all of nature. We see it in atoms, protons, neutrons that work in this circular motion, that work within each other within a pool to keep 
matter there. We see it in ecosystems when we see it in the magnetic pull of the earth. The role of the spirit in this dance reveals to us truth. The role in the process, our role, however, in this process is to provide the conditions in our lives to line up and be in tune with the spirit. So I'm curious to know for myself and for all of us here is how might we adjust our shape to provide these conditions? So at this point, we're going to do a bit of something a little different. It's not going to be exactly a um, PQ exercise, but it is going to be a visualization meditation space. And what I'd like you to do, if you'd like to come off camera, you can and close your eyes. Um, I'm going to read to you a list of words. And so I would like you to tune into your hearing um, PQ during this time. I'm going to go ahead and put myself also off camera. And if you can just listen to the sound of my voice. <coughs> Placing your feet on the ground and centering yourself with breath. Tune into your deeper meaning and your purpose. Or perhaps your older, wiser self. And become aware of what is here for you right now. Also become aware of what might be in your way. What might be creating a deviation in your navigation? What power lines might be getting in the way of the signal? Just be aware of it without judgment. And if you can, release it and let it go. And with an open mind and an open heart, I'd like to read to you a litany of the Holy Spirit written by Father Richard Rohr. And he identifies the Holy Spirit as the divine yes within. And we, in our leadership meeting, we're talking about, oh, how navigation is a yes and when we're with the Holy Spirit. These are imagings and names and movements of the Spirit and the goal here is to awaken and strengthen the Holy Spirit's presence within us. I'd like you to just sit with the ones that you've experienced, the ones that you can embody. They don't have to be all. Just notice the ones that you do. Pure gift of God. Indwelling presence. Promise of the Father, life of Jesus, pledge and guarantee, defense attorney, 
inner anointing, a homing device, stable witness, peacemaker, always already awareness, compassionate observer, a God compass, inner breath, mutual yearning, hidden love of God, implanted hope, seething desire, fire of life and love, truth speaker, flowing stream, wind of change, descending dove, cloud of unknowing, uncreated grace, filled emptiness, deepest level of our longing, sacred wounding, holy healing, will of God, great compassion, inherent victory. Feel which ones resonate with you. What part of the spirit have you experienced? What part of the spirit are you longing deeper to be connected to? Nothing shows the presence of the spirit in human life as well as love does. So embrace the love of the navigate power within you. When you feel ready, take another deep breath, bring yourself back to this space and time, and we'll get back together and share. Thank you so much, Sarah. That was beautiful. Wow. Um, so we'll, we, we will have some breakout rooms, <clears throat> which will allow us to dive deep uh, with a pair, with a mate. But before we do that, we want to take a few minutes <clears throat> and invite you to share a bit, given that reflection uh, that Sarah led us through. And this concept of a true north and where our faith blends in with that sage and um, where we are, are led or drawn. So I'd like, I'm going to put in the chat a question. Uh, how does your faith help you to define your true north? And that is to say the values and principles that guide you and your choices in life. So I just put it in the chat. Take a minute and just dwell on that. 
How does your faith help define your true north, the values and principles that guide you? And uh, let's take five or six minutes and uh, just share, just unmute or raise your hand or whatever. I'll try to keep an eye on everybody. Um, But share what comes to your mind uh, briefly so that we get to hear from a number of people. Where is that convergence of faith and sage for you in defining your true north? Mm. I can share. Please. Um, For me, it really starts, it really started with Psalm 139 Mm -hmm. and the recognition that I've been intentionally designed and created for, as I am, for a purpose. And that those two things have to align. And if I'm, if I'm deviating from that true north, it means I'm following something that I wasn't designed for and it's going to be hard. So ease and flow really is a thing. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lee. Hi, everybody. Um, So in line, uh, Steph, with what you were saying, I think that it's also when you're in uh, circumstances, seasons with certain people, those are all things that guide your true north because whatever you're, wherever you are is where you're supposed to be, you know? And it, it's, you know, sometimes uh, we can, our saboteurs can beat us up if we think we're in the wrong place or the wrong time or the right. But if we know that God is guiding our steps, and he orders our steps, then wherever we are is exactly where we're supposed to be. And that um, PQ should be able to help us to um, accept, you know. I hear, I, I get the senses you're describing of just an anchor <laughs> of, of that sense of being grounded when you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're grounded, you know, in, in the Lord and in, in what we what we're called to do. And, you know, sometimes uh, as humans, we may have ambitions to be somewhere else or do something else, but it's, it's what's here, you know, sometimes is what we have to navigate. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Good. Thank you. Doreen. Well, I love all of the answers and uh, Val, Val, Valerie, you um, kind of stole my word. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It, it's anchored, right? Um that that um the anchor is what keeps me firm in the middle of whatever um saboteurs, crises, 
problems, right? And and that anchor is my hope. That is what keeps me grounded. And so when I look at where my faith and um, the sage connect, I think they are together, anchored um, in the middle of it all, right? Regardless of where 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 they are, the anchor is always there. It's firm in the ground. We just need to stay connected almost to the boat, you know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just the visual I had, right? Just stay in the boat and stay connected to that anchor because it's it's there. Sometimes we want to jump and we want to go back to our old saboteur ways. And I I think that hope is what anchors our soul. And as Sarah was reading those those verses, those those words, the one about hope jumped out at me. So anyway. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Alexa. Um, something that Lee said made me think of community about co-creating and co-navigating together and how important it is to have community because we learn from each other and we reinforce that we're going the right way. And I, I think about those cows or the deer, like if there was one that was impervious to the electric lines then everyone could follow it. And you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like we, we learn from each other and we need each other to be pursuing God and pursuing our true North together. And that's what's so beautiful about coaching, right? Like we, we get that privilege of helping people find their way. Thank you so much. We'll take two more, Lynette, and then come. Lynette? Um, yeah, I was just thinking about how my faith um, helps me with moving in my true north with the daily many choices that I have to make. And so it's when I break it down to the choices, the small choices, and do they align with my faith? Not so much looking, um, hmm, the, I, I feel like the, the small choices that I'm making on a day-to-day basis will lead me to my true north, will guide me in the direction that I'm supposed to go in. And so I just try to think about the, the current moment Am I allowing the saboteur, which is the electric, I think what she's saying, to guide that decision, which that's what what I think about when I think about the uh, wiring, the um, is the magnetic wiring. Is it the saboteur guiding that choice or that decision? Or is my faith or belief aligning for that little micro choice that I'm making for that that moment. And if I keep making those micro choices, mm. then I'm going in the direction that I'm supposed to go in. That's right. my true north. That's right. There's little calibrations we can do every day. That's exactly right. Good. Thank you. Kong, what would you add? I really want to appreciate the lead bring me this to- to the introduce me to this community because I have a long time to struggling between the God and the coaching. 
because when I talk to the God friend, they always they sometimes mention that I don't need the third party between. So, but this group is perfectly combined the PQ technology part and the God part. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still on my journey to find my norms and the value. What I did there is uh, assessment. It will list the value, all the value and the pick up, pick from a bunch of word and find the top 10 and then top five. This is the first step I did to find myself. And while choosing all those words, I think a face play an important role here to decide which other words that you would like to pick between the hundreds of words. And how do I know whether that's right or wrong? I I don't know. It's all depend on the face. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Kong. Thank you. Well, thank you, everybody. This is just a taste of what we're going to have an opportunity to dive into with a partner. Alexa, can I turn it over to you? Yes. Am I? Okay. So we're going to move into breakout rooms and I am going to paste in chat. There's your questions. We are going to have 15 minutes with another person to discuss what is our top saboteur and how does it get in the way with Navigate? What effect has PQ had on how you navigate and your call to walk in love? What is the value of letting go, following the path of ease and flow to allow yourself to be drawn to your true north? So that's what we're going to be discussing. Marty's going to move us all into breakout groups. You might want to grab those questions. Um, I don't know if they'll be, you know what, I'm going to copy them and repaste them in chat when I get my group. So, All right, here we go. Wow. Great discussion. So we're going to go right into an open discussion. Does anyone want to share about your conversation? Yeah, the answering of the questions. I can. Feel free. You can raise your hand to jump in. I'll go right ahead. Sorry, I just jumped in. Um, Well, I had a beautiful discussion with Lynette, and as we were talking about our saboteurs and how they get in the way, I had made the comment that not always do I rely on my faith first, that I feel like sometimes I go backwards and wait for that sense of disaster um, and discomfort (laughs) and what the heck is going on before I'm able to pause and realize that I'm not relying on the right source for truth. And um, as I was sharing that with Lynette, she graciously um, gave me a, a new insight as to how to look at that because I had said that I felt like I it was a backward movement. And she shared with me how she, it really is a forward movement, um, that mm. we all are, um, you know, on this path of or get off of our path at various times. And that just the awareness itself of, whoa, hello, something's wrong here. Uh, let me make sure that I'm turning to the Lord uh, for guidance and support. Um, and I really appreciated that. So I just wanted to share that with everybody else, just in case anybody else ever goes off the rails. 
in case they go off the rail, that's interesting because <laughs> that's so beautiful. Because that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I caught it. I caught it. But it's so and thank you for sharing that. Because and, I, and this just came to me. I have this saying that I've always man. It's just every time I get to that place, it helps me out. When you have a setback, don't take a step back, but be prepared because God has to come back. Mm. So yeah, because we're going to have a setback, and and it's important to understand that. And and I will share, David. Uh, I will share my conversation with David there. My my uh. My top one of my top saboteurs is a hyperachiever. So for me, it's about going out and 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 accomplishing things. And I realized that it was more of a push versus a pull. And that pushing was no ease, no flow. There was no love in it. It was about the doing. There was no being in it. And then to truly understand that my true north. It's a pulling you. You just feel it just guiding you through the tough times and through the circumstances and you feel God's presence. And there's this level of peace, like the scripture says, that passes all of our understanding. Right. So as we try to do business relationships, there's this peace that comes over and just says, listen, be still and know that I am. So that was my share. Anybody else want to share? This is wonderful. David. Okay. So since we were, Don and I were together, and since we both resonated off one another, I thought I might as well finish it up. Uh, the same thing. Uh, today, you know, the verse that I got on my devotional said, uh, relax, Psalm 23. Um, you know, I've got uh, green pastures, clear waters, all that kind of stuff. So I said, oh, okay, great. And then, of course, the PQ practice for the day was um, serve one another. I said, oh, you know, I I was thinking I had to do all this and do that, just like what um, Don was saying, you know, where, you know, you just got to push. And here it is that God says, no, relax and just enjoy this day. And I did. <laughs> Thank you, David. Carol, go right ahead. So um, what came up for me as you were speaking was, uh, as I shared this with my group, that as, as to circumvent my hyperachiever and restless saboteurs, mm-hmm. I have changed my little daily prayer that I say from, God, what do you want me to do today to, God, how do you want me to be today? And it really slows me down and and makes me because I can do I can do all day long. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm serving God the way he wants me to serve him. So that's just a a, just a change in thinking. Can you say your new prayer again one more time slowly? Because that was profound. How do you want me to be today? Thank you. That was beautiful. Anyone else? Jackie, go right ahead. Hi, thank you. 
Uh, Steph and I had a lovely conversation and uh, our top saboteurs were both Lisa and I'm on school holidays at the moment and I've just not achieved any of what I intended to do today because I've been running around after children. And we talked about how um, difficult it is to step away from your pleaser saboteur, particularly around close family. Um, that can be, you know, can be quite difficult. And then it, we came back to why have I had a difficult day today? And I realised that my getting up in the morning is my North Star. And that means getting up early and exercising, doing my PQ reps, journaling and praying. And I didn't this morning because of school holidays and because of all the other things. And I just had quite a revelation that, you know, that getting up piece is so important uh, to my to my day um, so that I can, um, you know, be rather than do all day and, and be in sage from the start of the day, not trying to chase your tail as the day goes on and trying to get back into sage. You know, if you can start your day in a sage way, it makes such a difference. Thank you, Jackie. I think we have time for one more if anyone else wants to share or feel led to share. Leah? Yeah. Go right ahead. So uh, just kind of picking up from um, our our group and then also uh, Jackie and Steph, I guess, with the pleaser, our group was a little bit um, talking about that controller, hyperachiever, pleaser, and the the empathy component um, is sometimes hard. Uh, sometimes Christians are struggle even more, <laughs> you know, with empathizing with themselves. And God really, you know, tells us that He loves us, right? And that as He loves us, we can love one another. And sometimes we miss that piece. We think we're supposed to do all the external love and and pleasing and you know we beat ourselves up because we just didn't do enough or you know whatever and you know i think the 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 true north has to incorporate that we have to accept his love and and make sure that we are doing um things to care for ourselves as well as others because when we do that we're there's a return on investment you know in us and a return on investment in other people when we do that and it's it's kind of like i said it's like this this loop of of trying to understand it but how can we be empathetic if we don't if we're not empathetic for ourselves how can we truly be empathetic we'd be sympathetic we can't be empathetic if we can't feel it in our own hearts about ourselves so that's that's clear but that was very clear but for the, I almost had a question here, but for the sake of time, I'm not going to open that that door there. So thank you so much for spending your time with us today. And as we get ready to leave, we're going to have the sandbox for about 15 minutes after, after the meeting is over. And the sandbox is for the purpose of having just the discussion. There's no r- rules or anything like that. But we're going to talk about the mural and any other questions that come up. So as we leave here today and we think about navigation and we think about how how God is leading us in all that we do and and how our true north is directed towards him, my prayer for everyone today is that we would just allow God to be in our lives and to accept that love that Leah just talked about. And whatever that looks like, 
just allow it to happen. And I'd love to hear from you on the WhatsApp, email me or whatever it is. I'd love to hear more about how you've allowed God to be that true north and directing and ordering your steps each day. May you go in God's peace. Until next month, love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of PQ for Christians. The Sage Perspective accepts every outcome and circumstance as a gift and an opportunity. And Romans 8.28 states, We know all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. To learn more about Positive Intelligence, please visit their website, positiveintelligence.com. Dot com.